Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Japa Diaries. Here on Japa Diaries, we like to document the experience of African immigrants in the diaspora. And on this week's episode, we spoke to Oddity about coming of age in a land that is not your own. Yeah, it was it was a truly amazing experience. You guys should definitely listen. Um, don't forget to like, subscribe, and enjoy the episode. Thanks, guys. Welcome to another episode of Jackpot Diaries, um, a podcast documenting the experiences of African immigrants in the diaspora. All right. So as per usual, our guests are spicy, but I think this guest is particularly spicy. And I think you guys will be really, really excited. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, can we welcome Miss Sophie, aka The Oddity Q Applause. Hi, Sophie. Welcome to the platform. This is Japa Diaries, where we like to get in depth with the African experience. Abusa, what are we what are we talking about today? What are we gonna learn today about the demographic experience? We typically tend to, yeah, so for background, we typically tend to like have the topics kind of be around the guests, like what their expertise is, what they can bring to the table. And from consuming your your many, many joyous content, I'm mm-hmm. like, this babe, I already know what I'm going to talk to her about, okay? We're going to talk Ooh. about how in the world we become adults, but more importantly, how we become adults when we do not live in the country that we thought we'll be coming adults in. Okay, Ooh. because yeah, that's another layer of like adulting that the world does not prepare you for, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but before we get into like all of that, all of that, all of that, I want to start with one of our very general first questions. Please explain to us your Japa story. How in the world did you end up in the US of A? Yeah, oh, like when did, you, when did you figure out you were gonna come to the US or where you are going to leave Nigeria, assuming that you are Nigerian, all that good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. It's like, I've actually never told the story. Wow. Oh, you guys are getting inside scoop. Okay. Exclusive. Uh, let's go. Per. I mean, my per era, by the way. So if I say per a lot, I apologize. Um, so yeah, I, hey guys, my name is Sophie, aka The Oddity. I came to America from Nigeria in 2014. And my story is actually... It's chaotic a little bit, though, because mm-hmm. I think I always knew I was going to come to America, right? Like, that was my... I used to watch Fresh Prince, Hannah Montana, Suit Life on Deck. My goal was to come to high school in America or in a foreign... In the Western country. I don't know what that said about me then, but I think my... <laughs> I, had, I was like, this high school, I must go to the high school. I must find the high school crush. We must go yeah. to prom mm-hmm. together. We must do the first kiss. We must Disney do all like, channel. I have That's what it is. Disney Channel and me chokehold. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What did you trust me? It was all of us. Um, and then I remember like telling my mom about it before I went to high school. I thought that was the plan. Because my mom, I'm first like this last child of like 12 kids, but under my mom, I'm the last child of like two. So it was just two of us. And my brother is 10 years older than me. Okay. So I like to joke my mom. Whoa, that, like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> just give me a second, bro. <laughs> Okay. It's a lot. So, but in the last of twelve, um, but then two from your mom. 
Yeah, I remember that's 10 right. years ten year ago. 10 was your brother in America? No, he was Nigeria. He's never actually no. So you brought this concept brand new to your mother. Brand, you don't understand. Like, all right. So this thing. So I remember telling her like, I, I thought well, so I was to go to high school, and my mom mm-hmm. forgot because it's been ten years since she carried the kids to school. Wait, 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 wait. She forgot. I remember I woke up one morning, and mom woke up, and she was like, "Ah, why are you here?" I said, what do you mean? She said, you're not going to school. I said, well, I graduated. She said, from where? Oh, <laughs> I said, wow. You didn't have common like, entrance. No, I didn't. Like, well, uh-uh. life. My mom was like, what do you mean? I'm like, mommy, like, I'm done with school, primary school. That's next second. She said, and you didn't tell me. I said, how am I supposed to know? <laughs> 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 I'm and quite so, like, literally a baby I, girl. So, like, in my head, I thought when she forgot, that was because she had plans of carrying me to America. I thought that was where we were going, but the woman just forgot that I had to go to school. So I remember, like, mm-hmm. I had to, like, go to home science. I went to a home science at a secondary school in Songota. And the only way I even got in, I don't know if I should be saying this out loud, but the man just said I should read. Like, I was telling him, I was like, I'm a Muslim, and I'm really good, and I'll be great for your school, sir. He was like, I should give him mm-hmm. a little speech about why I should get to the school. That's why Connects is great. And then he was like, okay, if you're yeah. a good Muslim, like you say you are, read Surah Sofatia. And I said, Okay. Child, that's that level one. That's level that's one. That's like basic. So Fatia and I got like, you to school. Wallahi, Wallahi was Fatia, wow. and I read it and I was like Fatia, da, 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 da. and he went. He said, "Okay, we are we are in." Wallahi, I didn't recommend entrance for any school. <laughs> so that's okay, why, guys, for con- for context, yeah, you if you're not Muslim, no, quite literally, because <laughs> what the heck? If you're not Muslim, for context. It's like the Lord's Prayer. It's almost like it's yeah, the it's basicness like of it. Yeah. And it was, it was a Christian. It wasn't even like a Muslim school or anything. That's how you knew it was mm. like, he just like brought up something to ask me to say and I said it. Mm. And then... It's okay. God said you're going to school, so you went. God said he had for me. And then during school, yeah. I asked my mom again. I was like, I had like I'm ready. Like, why we not travel? And she was like, my dad, who I didn't have a relationship with, uh, mm-hmm. he said none of his kids are going to study abroad. So that was why I was like, I was not allowed to go to school to study. And I was like, the man that I don't even know, like, what the heck? Why would you say that kind of law? <laughs> yeah. But I was like, you know what, that's fine. Yeah. So after yeah. high school, graduated, I wrote Bayek and all that stuff, passed well. And then the plan was for me to still go to America. That was my prayer. I was like, I'm going to hold on to it. And mm-hmm. at my high school, I won an award for like the Banky W, like, because he went to my school. Like, it was like scholarship for students and stuff. And it was mu- a substantial that's amount of money. Months. My mom had kept it for her. I was very hit, my dear. Hmm. So he did that. <laughs> And then my mom sent me to Uni Loring. So I was in Uni Loring for a year. But I left Uni Loring, and I've, I've said this a few times here and there, and I'm not going to like double down on it in this conversation. But I left Uni Loring because professor, sex for grades, all that shit went down. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I had no other choice. So I went back to Lagos, and I told my mom, I said, if I go to Uni Lag, the way my mouth is blah, 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 someone's going to still ask me for the same thing. And your daughter is not going to yeah. do that. I'm either going to go be an advocate and stuff, and you're going to feel embarrassed by it, annoyed by it, da, 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 or let's start working mm. the same, going abroad. Mm, and she literally okay. was like, she was like, it's not, it's like, it's, she couldn't afford it. My family couldn't afford it. It was like, if you go there, it's just, you have an uncle in the US, but like, it was like, that's all it was going to be. And I was like, mm. we're going to figure mm. it out. I took that money that I got from Banking W, applied to SATs and stuff. Like, literally, I stole that money from mm-hmm. me. I'm not going to lie. I didn't know about all that shit. Over. Do you remember that we didn't know about that cover? Literally, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to pay for IELTS. So she wouldn't know. Because it's always wow. like surprising. 
like I applied for SAT, we did everything. Like I went through like the school, all that. Got into like a school in mm-hmm. West Virginia. I didn't even care what school at this point. I was just like just learning. I just need to leave this country. And so I went to I got into West Virginia and I started school mm-hmm. there. And that, my story has been that ever since. And yeah. How I, old I, were I, you? I was 16. Or I June 20, I was born in 1997, no, I remember like when my mom and my brothers were telling me goodbye in like Morita Mohammed airports for context, that's our airport in Nigeria. Yeah. I remember like I've tra- I traveled by myself and I'll never forget like the layover was Abu Dhabi and I had a small phone and I usually would always use my mom's phone number actually. Like I never really had a phone that I used to use because I was always either in school or with my mom. Mm-hmm. And so like but she gave me this phone and like the sim wasn't working, but like if I had Wi-Fi, I'll connect it and I could WhatsApp her. And every time I was in Abu Dhabi, I was looking at I just need to get from here to here. Like I was like walking to my gate and I just kept praying. I was so scared. Like now I think back to mm-hmm. and I was like, that's so traumatic for a kid. Like I imagine kids moving fly younger. But in my head, I was yeah. just thinking, I must go to this America, I'm gonna get there. And I remember landing in JFK and looking around and being so lost and like, where do I go? And I was like, Oh, this yeah. breeze is different. This air is different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've never been to America before then. Like I'd never I'd never traveled. I had been to London before then but i remember i've been a kid i don't have memories of that for some reason mm-hmm. like i don't have any memory of anything but me coming to america which is weird i feel like me and my therapist needs to unpack that a lot but yeah no like i traveled to london once with my mom with my cousins and it was like for like four or five days and i think i was like mm-hmm. seven or eight then and then yeah that was it so that your first exciting. time in the u.s was when you had like officially moved. first time ever yeah when i officially moved and it was by myself uh, stayed in my home for a bit. West Virginia. Literally, the <laughs> was McDonald's that was like 30 minutes away. And I remember wow. like, there was nobody there. It was Concord University. Love, campus beautiful. That campus was beautiful. But when we got mm-hmm. to that campus, I remember saying, this is not the America I saw on TV. They lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's, where's my like, where's, channel type college? Like, where's my <laughs> college students that is like dealing with like you know like all the movies I've been watching? Like oh, it was man. not New York City. It was not. Oh my shoe. Oh. Yeah, it was that. I was like, I transferred. Yeah, after yeah, I couldn't do it. I was like, yeah. Nah. I, I literally. What was that first? Weekend. What was that first year like? Oh my god, I think it was fun. I won't lie. Like I think. I think that's why I'm also in the career that I'm in is because I think I take life so like fun. Like I, I chose to enjoy it and I chose to assimilate yeah. into the culture. Like anyone would tell you, oh my, like all oh my, I feel like for a lot of us with Jack White, especially if you go through the school route and not through family, mm-hmm. yeah. like mm-hmm. we either choose two different avenues. You either stick to the African Student Association, international yeah. student, stay with your friends, eat, cook the food, eat that, or you choose the route of mm-hmm. like, I'm taking everything in. I'm going to enjoy yeah. this country that suffer and i went that route but when you're in a mm-hmm. place like concord where like all the africans would know a lot of us it was like maybe 10 yeah. of us. like mm-hmm. we all like did that but also like i was able to like make friends like my roommate was like brazilian and I, she's still one of my best mm-hmm. friends still today and yeah. like yeah. i learned yeah. so much. it was so yeah. fun i like i won't lie like it was hard in terms of like financial stuff like the difference in like yeah like 
just food. I remember like I didn't even like the burger and so there was no place to go. Bro, and we talked about like, this burger thing. Yo, like it was just I just feel like I'm such a I'm also like a village girl. Like anyone who knows Sophie, like mm-hmm. I eat <laughs> I'm a village girl. Like I'm a proper Yoruba girl, right? I can put the yeah. accent all I want. One more lane mm. in me, like I know it was really hard. It was it was like the food part I think was, was like the toughest thing. But I think my uncle and my auntie mm-hmm. like made it a little bit better for me. Yeah. Were they mm-hmm. in West Virginia or they were in Maryland. They're in Maryland, which is about like okay, a so... six hour yeah, drive. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, so I know that West Virginia is like the Appalachians, right? Is that what it's called? Yeah, no, no, babes. No, no, it's the Appalachians. <laughs> like, like, no, for sure. <laughs> so one time I was going with, they were taking all of us into like, like the mall stuff. We would all do like the times like some white person would take us there. And I was singing to Beyonce in the car. And I, I saw, you ever tell this story? I'm going to tell story to the end. Like, you're always like, oh, they always have stories. So like, no, that shit really happened. Like this white guy was driving, never forget, Ryan, that's his name. Ryan was driving us. Shelly was in the front seats. Me and my friends were in the back seat. Beyonce came on. We're singing it. And he was like, oh my God. Like, you know Beyonce? I'm really funny. What do you mean? Like, yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah. Like, I love Beyonce. And he was like, oh, I've been meaning to ask you, like, your jeans. Like, did you sew them in Africa? Or, like, did you buy them when you got here? Like, where did you get your clothes from? You know? And I was like, I was like, we have malls. What do you mean? Like, are you kidding me? And that genuinely, yeah. I think it's Certain places in America, like maybe now they're better, but like he wasn't even like trying to be mean. It was genuine curiosity. Yeah, it was yeah, a genuine yeah. ignorance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, it might. I was like thinking, do you think I came naked in the airport and then somewhere along the way yeah. they gave me clothes? To they like, just what did you clothes. think? Yeah. So like that was why I dealt with it for the most part, and like I think that's why a lot of the Africans in West Virginia just we just stuck with each other yeah. because like yeah. there was no like they were all open, but it always felt very tokeny. Like oh, I'm collecting. Yeah. By one type yeah. of thing, like, yeah, I'm all by me. I'm look, what do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Do they like you because it's you, or do they like you because you're African? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. exactly. It's very yeah. 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 Okay, so like... you said you you went to Louisiana, or my little I did. Louisiana. I transferred no, to UL Lafayette. <laughs> Lafayette. Mm. Okay. Oh, Tulane, again, girl. again. I think someone also went to Tulane after what? transferring to West Virginia. <laughs> what? <laughs> Who was following who? Who was following who? I when did you? I think I was technically following her because I didn't. I didn't come to America until I didn't start school until 2016. So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I went to Louisiana in 2015. Yeah, yeah. I love. So I never reached Yeah, Louisiana is amazing. Yeah, it's yeah. Amazing. No, you have to live there to understand it. Like it's such a different culture from like up north. Mm-hmm. Like. Like the black people there were so different. Like my experience with America was so different. Like yeah. West Virginia was very hidden, and Louisiana was very like oh, it was more open. I was like okay, you, re- you experienced the southern culture. Yeah, for southern real. culture yeah. was much better, and the food was a lot better. Let me tell you something about New Orleans food. Let me just say something about Louisiana food. Let me tell you. They will eat rice and beans, and they will eat rice and beans in different forms that it still makes sense to you because you too, you also consume rice and beans. Like, I've never seen something. I don't know. I'm so happy for you guys. I'm so so happy that you got to experience rice and beans. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Thanks. Anyway. I appreciate it. I'm sure there are a lot less people asking you where you, you know, where you sold your jeans in Louisiana. Yeah. 
at no, least for me, no, no. <laughs> no, no. Like there was, it, well, I think it was more so. Like Louisiana was very like more curious, and in Lafayette where I was, they hosted this thing called like Festival International, which was like a because it's like Creole mixed there, and it was like very like it was very international in Lafayette. So like the festival itself, like Lagbaja had come to Louisiana Ooh. like a few years back. Like that's how international they were. Like this that's what was great yeah. to me. It was like very open. The people there were so loving, and I was involved in everything on that campus, like anything you could mm-hmm. think of. Sophie, so I, I, I told that American dream of like coming here and like assimilating. So I feel like I I lost that connection. Like my high school was great, but I wanted call it America. Like in Nigeria, you see, you see everybody. Like if you're a new lag babe, you're a new lag babe. If you're a redeemer's person, yeah. convenance. Like our universities shape us so much. Yeah, we lose we lose that connection with our peers, like sign outs day. Or oh, I remember like the seniors I looked up to in Ilore back then before I left. Like I would see them mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. sound out day and like under level stuff and that thing. I'll be like, I can't wait for my own. Yeah, I want to do and that. Okay. I didn't have that again here. I was like, I needed to have something close to it to make me still feel like I was a okay. part of something here. Just like a yeah. tradition. Yeah. 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 Like because I feel like yeah. when we international yeah. students, we just tend to like flow through the school because we sometimes mm-hmm. we don't pick the school. Sometimes we just it's choice. Some people just like yeah, whatever yeah. school accepts mm-hmm. them. And whatever I think it's worse when you transfer like, too, because exactly. you don't start from the beginning. You have no I idea what transitions searched, are. I search for cheap school admission fees, anything below twenty five dollars for me to transfer. That's literally how I got my school. I literally just googled mm-hmm. cheapest admission fee schools. Who would charge me too much? Exactly, yeah. and Louisiana did not charge anything for applying to transfer, and that's how that's I transferred. Lovely. Like every other one was like 25, 50, 150. I didn't have the money. I was like, I'm gonna yeah. apply something cheap, get it, and move on. Literally, that's what I did. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. I kind of now I kind of want to know. I want to get into how you know you became you because you had you had you you had an experience a little bit in University of Illinois. You had some yeah. experience in West Virginia and then Louisiana. So when did Sophie become Sophie? But okay, but even before you get into that, were they calling you Sophie in Lagos? Are you part of two name gang? Let's discuss. Yeah, when I tell you I miss Adironke so much. Adir oh Adir my god, your name is Adironke. Like, so we have you... the capture. We have the capture for this. Uh, for yes. this video. Yes, we do. <laughs> <laughs> like my like, oh, you guys just made me smile so much. Like when I tell you. The friends that call me Ronke still now, like, they look at me like, Ronke, what's wrong with you? Like, and it just, mm-hmm. I feel like a different human when my friend, like, when I hear Ronke, like, I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Like, mm-hmm. and I'm taking right back to that child before I left Nigeria. Like, the moment, yeah. literally, I'll tell you the story again to this. Came here, I was like, you know, my name is Ade Ronke Ibrahim, because that's my full name. Sophia yeah. is my, Sophia, like, S-O-F-I-Y-A-T is my Muslim God. name. But it's my middle yeah, name. Yeah, people are adding that T to Muslim That T, like, consistency. Like, consistency. consistency. That's what that is. So yeah. I was like, you know, but Sophia was my middle name. And my mom was the only one who called me Sophia, if even. Like, my family called me Sophia. Yeah. And then yeah. I came here, and they said, oh, introduce yourself. And I went, oh, like, my name is Adarin K. Ibrahim. And they said, oh, like, I don't care. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I said no like i didn't say so you know what you can call me sophia right because you know i already know yeah. the accent for them i said you can call yeah. me sophia yeah. like oh like sophia i said you know what sophie is fine so yeah, yeah. And literally, ah. I, 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 
Yeah, so over the course of like Sophia, Sophia, how do you pronounce your name? How do you do? I was just like, oh, Sophie yeah. works, Sophie works, Sophie works. And also, like, that's like my childhood, like, Disney dream. Like, Sophie's such a Disney Sophie. name. Oh like, my like, gosh. Sophie's She's here, really like, American movies. <laughs> I was like, oh, I could do that. And that's how Sophie was born. And like, I've been Sophie now since, yeah, 20, 2014, 2015. And when I hear Ronke, I'm like, I'm thrown. Like, when people call me Ronke, I'm like, wow. What? So you would Even say so you would say Sophie is like more of who you are now? Like you identify yeah, with Sophie. I, I think so. I think it's I think it's a representation of like who I had to be, if anything. Mm. Mm. Like I think that's what it is. Like Sophie is like the person What do you mean? Like so I feel like I think for me especially coming here, I think I had a mission when I was traveling. Like I was not gonna just come to America like and stay like my mom couldn't afford me to come here like it was like i was charting new waters and yeah. i felt there was a lot of pressure for me to prove myself and so sophie okay. is like that embodiment of like hustling like i'm gonna make yeah. it but like ron Ken was like mm-hmm. ron like my mom's daughter you know i'm still at home mm-hmm. my aunties are mm-hmm. calling me ron Ken, what are you doing ron Ken this ron Ken that ron Ken is a child ron Ken is this the woman yeah. i left ron Ken in nigeria and i said that oh my name is sophie it was like the responsibilities like what's my future like what international students too like you don't have a year where you're not stressing about the next thing whether it's like when you graduate yeah. OPT or h1b or internship mm-hmm. or connection or networking yeah. like, you have peace of mind for all yeah. the consistent yeah you get that green card or that citizenship like you're thinking of when the next ball is going to drop so like I was, yeah. like, I feel like Sophie's like that hustle of okay, yeah, my name is Sophie. How can I help you? Like, how can you help me continue in this country? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that experience and pressure kind of you know forces forces you to grow up. You know. Yeah. It does. It does. It does. It really does. Damn. What would Damn, you say wow, like? <laughs> what would you say like was? Do you have any specific moments that you remember that are like? Hmm. Oh, I'm an adult too. Hmm. I'm an oh, adult in America. Hmm. What? I think um, so. A couple of things. I think when I started realizing how much, because I think at some point, because 2014 still was when I think dollar was like 95 naira to mm. a dollar, or 150 to a dollar. So it wasn't as crazy. No, what I'm saying? Oh. It was like 95, less than that even. I think right. Like it was yeah. like a good day. So then oh, like. Yeah. She would be like, I'll send you hundred dollars. Or she said my uncle this amount. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that was great. But I think it was one point where I think it reached 150 and it reached 200 And it was like, uh, dollar is one. It just kept getting worse. Yeah. <laughs> I kept getting worse. And then like I started like calling and hearing the stress. And my mom didn't pay my tuition from the moment I transferred. Because I was like, I just can't, like, there's no way. I had to start doing I was a resident assistant to make sure she could, yeah. you know, could pay right. tuition. <clears throat> I was, I was making people's hair, cooking, like, me and my friends would figure out how to make money. And, like, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was suffering because it was just what I had to do. But I remember there was yeah. one time that, like, money didn't come at all at anywhere. It was not even promise of anything. And I had to, like, go to my school and be like, I don't want to go back to Nigeria. This is my story. Like, what can you do? And I had to do that behind Help my mom's me. back. So she didn't, even know, she didn't even know that I did that. So I was like, I'm mm-hmm. an adult now. That pride, yeah. Yeah. I can't go back to Nigeria, and for her, I, I think our parents also do this thing when we leave. If you don't have any, because I didn't, I wrote I was still in Nigeria, and he was dealing with his own stuff. So in my head, I was like, mm-hmm. we have this responsibility on our shoulders, where it's like we can't disappoint them. We have to show them that yeah. we're on our own. And the moment you're in America, they think, oh, the entire world is opened up for you. 
You are living yeah. life. Nothing can be wrong. Yeah. If, if your, your life, life is has tough. problems, you are the one that is causing the problems for yourself. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. if you're in America, you can't have problems. That's like, a living problem. problem, yeah. Like you can go to McDonald's and walk. No, I can't because I need more time. Oh, what's that? That's a question yeah. you don't even know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember yeah. when I was talking, I was talking about like, oh, so like how you get a job now, Mike. For me, it's not easy. She's like, oh, why haven't you been applying? I said, I've been applying for a year, but I've still not gotten yeah. it because once they see something, they won't give me. And she's like, ah, really? Maybe you're not applying well. Maybe you should try this one. I'm okay. She's like, it's mm. not. Girl. Yeah. yeah. It's, different. it's different. Mom, do you know what sponsorship is? You know, going to Nesby conference with all you, all the other 50 million Nigerians. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. That's, Loki, that's a Nigeria conference, Loki. That's a convention, yeah. Loki, Loki. It's link-up, that's all it is. Like, I, I feel like I remember, like, all my like all my engineering friends, like, they pressure themselves as engineers, like, everybody's in Nigeria. Like, all of you are fighting for it. Mm-hmm. And it's in liberal arts. It's like, it's, like, there's a few things I can argue and finagle and say I can do this job mm-hmm. and that job. Engineers is one exam. They all are fighting one for the same thing. You're all finding who's first. Oh, that's just intense. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it sounds like Sophie is a real hustler. You know, I kind of admire her a lot, actually. Now I've heard her story. Yeah. So we've met Adirunke, <laughs> we've met um, Sophie. Now yeah. let's hear a little bit about Oddity. When did Sophie become Oddity? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. So Oddity started in 2017. And I remember it started because I was like, I needed to, like, I needed something to do. And my friends used to always say, oh, Sophia, so extra, you're weird, you're this, you're that. Because, like, again, <laughs> I was, like, ready. Like, I wanted everything American. I was this and that. And I I just, I feel like I've always just been, like, interested in social media for sure. But everybody yeah. that had been in my life, like my mom, my like, exes, all the friends will always be like, why are you recording yourself? What's wrong with you? This and that. Like, don't embarrass me. This and that. So I stopped. I didn't do it till mm-hmm. later. When I even did it, I did it as a blog. So I started the Oddity blog. And I was like, away from me. So like, I remember my tagline was like, away from my unique self to like feel like not judged, to feel like I was yeah. open. And I write, I write things like discovering me to the girl who's always smiling, making friends in mm-hmm. college. And in PWI, like, I just talked yeah. to myself yes. as a diary. And then that was like my side thing that I did. My mom didn't know about it. My family members didn't know about it. Like, nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to, I, I literally created a whole new Instagram. Do not even share it on my main page like that. Like. I have yeah. a personal Instagram. All my friends know from college and high school and stuff. And that Odyssey was like, nobody knows me. I'm just going to share. And who started following me here and there. And then mm-hmm. from 2017 to now, it's just grown into this insane community of people who just, oh, I feel like we understand our struggles from like, you know, yeah. being Nigerian, being Black, being a woman, all of that. Yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. where Odyssey started yeah. like that. And I think she blew, she like skyrocketed into like, maybe like more people knowing me when like, quarantine happened and like when mm. I cut my hair and like I started sharing more self-love confidence things and then yeah mm-hmm. the rest is history it's mm-hmm. weird it's a weird, what, it's a weird what gave you that like courage to go like you know what I mean because you talked about like your family looking at you all type of way that kind of thing I like yeah. I I fully fully understand this podcast self if you know how many years you sat on it before we finally said whoa Put it up before somebody else steals this idea. (laughs) Yeah, but like, what gave you that? What gave you that confidence of like, let's let's live in this? I didn't. I didn't have a confidence until like a while. Like, I didn't. I think that's why I hid it from my family for so long. And I think Mm -hmm. even for my friends, it wasn't something that I. 
yo, they used to clown. It was Nigerians that we can do. Like, we no, know. No, no, no. <laughs> judgmental. Judgmental. We are the best. We are the best. We are the best. Because you don't only do it, you also do it authentically. So, like, the courage yes. to put stuff out there authentically, consistently. Yes. You yeah. know what? Am I rich or did you know that, Sophie? Look at her with a camera. Ah, look at her with a phone. <laughs> Ah, look at her with this. What was she doing? Ah, you, you think, oh, because mm. now you're on camera. Ooh, yeah. 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 You will hear what I'm saying. I think I'm still such a people pleaser. So I always be so embarrassed by it. So I wouldn't say anything. Like, I would beg friends to take me for my photos. They wouldn't. I think, like, it, for me, it was just like, and I wasn't growing. I was just like, you know, 100 followers, 2,000, 1,000. It was like fun. And I think as I started growing, I started getting validation from like people who mm. weren't my friends. And I realized that like, mm. oh, the people who don't know me see what I'm trying to do. I think that's what helps me like move past it. I think my confidence yeah. even now is still like is I'm still over here, like I stumbled upon this thing. I just wanted to share. And now people are looking at me like, oh, you, you know what you're doing. Tell us, mom. Like, I don't. I'm just vibing. Yeah, this is all vibes. This is just all vibes. Like, this is all just so chilling. But I think it's it's been cool to to like begin to it's so weird to like creating a name for yourself in a country that isn't yours is weird yeah. like I, you know what i mean like because i think i like to say like oddity would be bigger if i was in nigeria for sure mm-hmm. and if i if i kidded, if i kidded directly to a nigerian audience i think i've actually never said this on on things so i don't want to be cancelled for this please but like i think in many ways it's yeah. weird because like, i see my nigerian counterparts and i see how there's so much support from our people like nigerians yeah. understand you yeah like nigerians stand you too and like my my most engaged community are the nigerians who follow me right but mm. i make money in dollars and i i, I talk to more of an international broad audience and i know yeah. why that limits my reach because if i cater to nigerians who were there and like who i could directly talk to i think i'll do mm-hmm. i'll be a lot bigger in terms of like the mm-hmm. community but it would be more of an international thing it would be like more of like mm-hmm. a very nigerian audience and i'm trying to mm-hmm. make sure like i'm talking to everybody so even then it's like the oddity thing isn't just my Nigerian experience. It's like me as a woman, as, as a woman, or five year old, yeah. all of that stuff. I'm 24. Like all of that stuff and figuring it out. And it's hard to do that because, yeah. like, I don't have the connections here. They don't have the community here. Yeah. Like, it's different, yeah. like that. Like, it's, it's just me every day waking up in my apartment looking like, oh, what can we do next to entertain the internet and entertain ourselves mm-hmm. and be happy with ourselves? And it's like, it's very different for sure, but yeah, Odyssey is chilling. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I had the same like thought because I was thinking about that too. Like, I would say that your audience is probably more from at least from me watching POV. It's it gives very black woman. Like, it doesn't. It's not yeah. necessarily like Nigerian women or African women. It just gives like black women, especially because I think you've you've kind of merged the the two identities like for me like i understand the need to like connect and make money in dollars and that kind of thing so like my my like work professional life is very like catered to an american audience like i make social media content for americans like it's that type of thing but like it wasn't wasn't that thought process well for your personal life and how that for your personal yeah you know what yeah. I mean? Because like that means my for me now every time I wake up I'm listening to a uh, Guadalaja I enter from Abuja mm-hmm. go Guadalaja like, it's normal when I go when yeah. I cook I cook jollof rice and meat and all these things yeah. but I also yeah. know that when, if I post that heavily my, my it's gonna really limit my audience your but, audience and I, yeah before, before it became like my full time job that's something I could do I'm like 
ha- enjoy and but now I'm like I can't but can I you know should I still fuck should I teach new I people? think you can but the thing is like it's so weird thinking of teaching people about my culture because it's just me does that make sense? Yeah. Just a, it's been a different mentality of like marketing I, once. I have a solution for you. I have a solution for you. Yeah. You are a Yoruba woman, Abby. Yeah. So I know you have more names than the two you listed. There's Adero Ked, there's Sophie. Do you have any extra one? There's <laughs> one Oriki, I need some. Now you can just use a Joker now. That can just be different. I'm crying, Malik. Is like, just continue to split your identity. <laughs> like, split your personalities. You just need to understand. We are complex people. We are complex people, you know, because the, yeah. the oddity you look at today is a combination of Aderonke, Sophie, oddity, yeah, you know. So, why limit yourself? You can you can be all versions of yourself, you know, and mm-hmm. no, all I versions of you like that. Why not? I think I am. I think that's the cool thing about all this, but that's also the stressful thing. It's like, I'm yeah. like, everybody can like watch a video and like be entertained by something I do. But within my own head, it's like, who are we? Like, as long as I'm getting to myself, I'm having a good time. But also every day it's like, I told my, my manager and my team would tell me, they're like, Sophie and all your channels, like you have TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, da, 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 da. and they're like, how are you managing everything? Because I'm like, because if you see inside my head, you know, I need, so I need plenty of things to do. <laughs> Because I, I, yeah. I think it's, it's, I think it's fun. I think that's what the cool thing is too. And also, I love my man. And just support you, die. That's all I can say. Like the comments, yeah. the likes, everything. Like it makes it makes me feel a lot more connected to home since I've been gone for so long. Mm-hmm. It still feels like I have that connection to home. Like I'm still Nigerian, even though I haven't lived there in a while. Type of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that for you, Abib. Let me shift to you a little bit. When did you, you know? When do you think you found, like, the version of you that you are today, when do you think you found that person? When did you find that Abib? Oh, my God. What a good question, Malik. Yeah, well Um, whew, I think it came, this current version, Omamu is more facial. That's what I can see. But I think, so, unlike you, Sophie, I, I kept my, oh, girl, okay, my name is Abim Misala. So, when I came to the U.S., um, my first name is Muina right? But okay. I've now been called Muina. Yes. So like on my official paperwork, I had to put Muina on a lot of things. For whatever yeah. reason, my parents thought that Muina would be easier for Americans. I'm like, are you? There's like three vowels <laughs> back to back. You've given them confusion. You understand? No like, this is not working. So I came and I was like, okay, you can call me Bim. So a lot of my American friends know me as Bim. But I would I would argue mm. that Bim and like Abim, that people used to call me in Niger, two different people. Absolutely. I don't think that they are anywhere in the same realm. I think Bim yeah. is more authentic to who I am. Um, and I think that version of me came about the time I transferred. So about sophomore year, because I I transferred off the feeling of I was unhappy where I was. I didn't feel like I was in that, like, I didn't feel like I was supposed to be in that space. Like, it just didn't yeah. sit right with who I was and what I, you know, who I want to be. Um, and so when I transferred, it was it was more having the courage to say, this is not working for me. This is what I want for myself. You know, like, this is who I am. So, yeah, I think yeah. transferring definitely triggered stepping into the more authentic version of myself that I am now. Um, yeah. And even to the point that I started making them call me Abim Sala at work. Like, at work, they call me Abim Sala. I always introduce myself. Hi, my name is Abim Sala. It's pronounced exactly as it's spelt. I promise. If you think too much, you will mess it up. Like, that is my spiel. 
Um, but yeah, I think definitely after I transferred, I just I was like, well, just live your life, big. You have to. You have to. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Me, I mean, yeah. I don't think I had like a. Okay, no, I will say I had a definitive moment. Maybe when I became like so uncomfortably self-aware that mm-hmm. I just kept on thinking about self consistently. And this was maybe like late in the game. I'm talking like graduation from college. Oh, so, okay. Late in the game. That's not Nigerian men though. Like self-awareness for Nigerian men comes often, come, often comes, comes later. Really late. Yeah. So why do you think that is? you really need to like society doesn't really it's make not, you necessarily need to we'll put that one in the back um yeah i feel like you know i had to ask myself you know questions more authentically like okay okay you graduate every, every you've graduated now everything you did up until now you know you're just like okay yeah you go to school you know you study engineering you know law you yeah. know you do you just do the things the on the weekends yeah. you do what most of most people in college do, you know, just going through the motions. Then after graduation, you say, okay, now you're out of a system. You know, what yeah. do you want for yourself? What do you want out of life? How do you feel about these things, you know? Yeah. And once you start, once you find, like, self, you can't lie to yourself. You have to actually be very honest about, yeah. you know, yeah. what you want and how you see the world. So I kind of split my myself into Malik self-aware versus Malik not so self-aware. Mm. Yeah. Wait, what does that mean? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What does that mean? Meaning, meaning, like you know how um Sophie is defining herself from going from Adiroke to Sophie to Oddity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have Bima. oh, so the past you is <clears throat> not self-aware. They're still, they're still Malik. They're still both Malik, just not yeah. as self-aware Malik. Okay, mm. so you would say that the current yeah. version of you is 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 self-aware. Oh, for sure, for sure, for, and it's always evolving too. Like I, I, I can imagine yeah. another couple of years. I was like, bro, you didn't even know what was going on, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we don't. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I have a question for you, Sophie. Um, go ahead. Do you think that if you were still in Nige, do you yeah. think that you would be the version of yourself that you are today? Honestly, I had the conversation with someone the other day, like with live this exact, like mostly that close enough to that question. And I don't know. So you thought about it. Yeah, I have. Yeah. And I, we literally, I went in, I did soul searching for like a week. That thing hit me. And the fact that you just said that, mm-hmm. I just triggered that whole entire response. Damn. Because I can't, I, I can't respond because I don't know. Because I feel like yeah. when you leave Nigeria, you leave a safety bubble, right? And like my yeah. mates in Nigeria, they grew up. We grew up fast, but we grew up fast in a weird way compared to them. Like I have mates in Nigeria mm-hmm. who have children at my age, who are married, who have dealt yeah. with, who have been dating, who are like are like wives and aunties and stuff like that. Eh? Me, Sophia, <laughs> at the same time, it's not possible, right? But and that's only because I'm in America, and America mm-hmm. allows you to find yourself, this individuality there, while Nigeria allows yeah. you to find family and comfort yeah i don't know if i would have had the same luxury of like not listening to my mom when she says yeah. don't mm-hmm. do that. like yeah you can't, you can't catch 
catch me. I've done it. Yeah. Like, I'm you can't catch me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's why I find it hard because I'm a really stubborn person. And but everything that made Sophie and Odyssey possible was because I didn't listen to anybody around me. Now, I don't know what that means because I tell them because of that, I thought I don't listen to you guys even still now. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, listen to me. And I think that's why it's so hard for me to answer because. Because I don't listen, I wonder if I was in Nigeria, if I have been forced to listen, and what that version mm-hmm. of Sophie would look like now. I knew I was gonna be in entertainment in some way, right? I yeah. might have been, you know, because I was even in Lauren, I was doing model work, doing like, yeah. you know, Miss Beauty pageants, so also doing all that thing little by little. But I wonder how much I would have done, or if I would just focus yeah. on like, I'm just gonna be a lawyer and practice law, I'm not gonna do social media. Would I have found a man and married and have kids? Like, eh? I can't imagine that. <laughs> but like that's yeah. that's the story of like I know almost half of my people who went to high school with me are married with kids now. And they look different. They look older, right? I'm I'm mm-hmm. 25. They look older than me now. Like I feel like we're in such different spaces. Who is marrying at 25? I'm so sorry. Like your mate. Your mate. But like that's that. I think that's the difference with like especially for women. In, in like who mm-hmm. leave Nigeria and are here like when we're like we're 30 we're still searching for ourselves in America we're, we're changing jobs we're changing careers we're trying to yeah. be masters we're doing that like you know we're free we're this back home and when you're 30 is just like where will you where is but she's there you know what I mean but like <laughs> I went back home now that's when I, that's all about be hearing marriage kids this that mm-hmm. all that stuff right yeah who has told me that since like nobody nobody yeah. cares about that so it's like a different I think I'll be a different person I'm not sure what I ten thousand percent would have been very different. I know this for a fact. Yeah. Like I, I don't like remember. So this, this is kind of conversation that I've also had with Malik before. Like when you were saying something about like, oh, but if you were in Nigeria, you would be living at home with your parents and you know doing the traditional thing of you know moving from your house to your husband's house and da da And I was like. So yeah that's a whole other thing right and i was just saying like yeah but that reality left eight years ago like that reality is literally eight years it was never going to happen like at this point like that reality just doesn't exist for me anymore and i know for a fact that if i had you know stayed or like maybe even moved back like after graduation like I would be in a very different space than I was now. I would not yeah. be in the career that I am. I would definitely not be doing this podcast because then I wouldn't be an African immigrant in the diaspora. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, my life would not my life would not look the same at all. And yeah. honestly, I'm I'm glad it took the route that it did. I'm I'm yeah. very glad that my life did what it did because um, <laughs> yeah. I can't even imagine. Aww. Aww. I can't imagine. I Nigerian Abim right now. Just, yeah, no. No. And, and me, I mean, people please are too, so I'd have actually continued so I've been doing the ticking of boxes. Yeah, my mom, yeah, my mom constantly together. So, eh. Oh, yeah, that's just, <laughs> no, yeah, that's just too much. Like, I love you, yeah. but from there. <laughs> but from... Six feet, six feet. Six feet distance. Yeah. I mean, Malik, would you say you're the same... Do you think you would have been the same person? I think yours might be even a bit closer because you're a guy. What? Obviously, I wouldn't be the same person, but I'm, I'm not sure what I mean by like it would be closer based on being a guy. Like, I think the societal expectations in America versus societal expectations in Nigeria are very different. 
but no, I have well, to say, like, very I different, but like, you know what I mean? Absolutely different. Like, I feel like for yeah. men, especially, like Nigerian men, like, you could be 30 years old and they're still looking at you like, oh, you're just chilling. I hope, so, ah, no, it's just relaxing. Yeah, when it's yeah. ready, you step the ground. When it's ready, you do this. And yeah. that's like, and I think it's so similar to here. So I think for men, especially like moving here, I also, let me talk about you for a After she has finished, I like, hey, but let me like, gosh, no. I don't know. Because again, like, I don't have, I don't have a frame of reference for coming of age in Nigeria. Like, I don't, yeah. that was never my reality, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't really have anything to compare it to, right? I can just okay. look at my friends who live at home and kind of like guess, you know, what my life would have been. But to be honest, yeah. I think, I think it would have still been quite similar. The, the Malik that turned out in the US would have been very similar to the Malik that Turned out in Lagos. So what we said before now is not what we said. No, we don't say men. No, 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 do you think that like the the coming of age in Nigeria is like different from is a different pace from the coming of age here? I was sixteen in Unilore, dating mm-hmm. a twenty. My mom, mommy, if you're listening to this, I'm just joking. This is all for the attention. <laughs> right? mm-hmm. But yeah. I was sixteen in Lorry, dating a twenty-four year old. God damn! Right, mm-hmm. and that's an eight-year gap, which. Is that bad or it's not bad? It's bad. No, no, like, no, no. But everybody sixteen. But we think about it. We graduate from high school, 15, 16, and then we go straight into secondary yeah. school. And by 21, 20, we're done with university, right? That's true. And in yeah. university, most of the serious relationships that people find in Nigeria are in university. And then yeah. when they're mm-hmm. done like that, they either end up getting married then right after they graduate. After maybe NYSC. If you do NYSC mm-hmm. and you find your love, you're 23, 24. You married, you have kids. Yeah, that's, like, that's, that's a typical like coming of age for a woman. If you want to do masters, hey, do masters from your husband's house. Or yeah. just that finish early. Or the ones who are waiting. Now, of course, life is changing and people are waiting and people are like, you know, taking their time. But for those who are actually still with traditional parents and living traditional lives, yeah. for the mm-hmm. most part, they grow like my cousins all almost said this and get married around 21, 22. Like that's the vibe. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be an adult then who's like supposed to carry a child and do this. And then, yeah. but you also, I think as a woman, you're not necessarily an adult yet back home because you have your aunties and your mom and everybody. So your decision making isn't for yourself only. Mm-hmm. And you fighting yeah. to make decisions for yourself, you're often seen as like, oh, you're stubborn because ah, you're it's already, of it's my already, life. It's already been laid out. Why are you asking questions? Just follow and listen mm-hmm. to what your mother or your aunties yeah. or your sisters have done and follow exactly mm-hmm. that. But in America, mm-hmm. you're laying the foundation for yourself. Unless you have siblings here who have been through that. And even then, America's individualistic lifestyle, your siblings will not even have time. Yeah. They have jobs and they have bills yeah. to pay. So if you have questions, you'll be like, hey, so you're like, please, I figured myself out. You to figure yourself out. You, you know, yeah. you get to the point. Yeah. So yeah. You have, you're immediately, you're having to think for yourself what the next step is. But in Nigeria, yeah. you can lean on what's been happening. Like, oh, lot, yeah. ah, Tamedu, Tamedu binu, ah, now, okay, this is what happened when Tamedu did this and this, that way, supposed yeah. to be this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
It's definitely different. Mm. Yeah. I concur. I concur a thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. Because even if I would have been technically, okay, let's just say this 25 marine, I'm still questioning it. But let's just say that I am indeed married at 25. I think I would have been married at 25, but not as emotionally mature as I am now. I think that would have been the trade-off. The trade-off would have been appearing more mature because I'm hitting those life, you know, milestones. But like, I think it would take me a minute before I realize, wait, am I actually happy? Am I just... Exactly. I don't even think, I think like, I'm supposed to do. Yeah, and I also don't even think that like here in America, like we're mostly emotionally mature. I think we're forced to think so through like the things we go through. Like mm-hmm. immigrant, like international students, like immigrants who leave a country, like the way your mind has to shift to accept the new country. That trauma mm-hmm. alone. People don't call it trauma, but it is like we it is trauma. Like we're also yeah. used to like it's just oh, this life, we move on from it. Like, people come here alone who don't have lives, yeah. who families who move through stuff. That in itself, especially from a young age, that thing mm. changes your yeah. psyche. Do you guys like, ever have Thanksgiving where everyone went home for Thanksgiving and you are just and you are there in the house by yourself? <laughs> I had, you know, I had summers, summers in the dorm because I didn't wow. have a home to go to. Like, that's why I was a, that's why I was an RA. Like, I can, mm. I'll be counting out the days where I'll go back to school just to, like get dorms ready for other people to come from their homes to the mm. place. Yeah. I remember like. Not even having like tissue paper and open like don't provide tissue paper for us this and that like just to make sure. and even when I go into my masters I I could only seek out master schools that would give me a full funding scholarship so I wouldn't have to pay yeah. that's literally how I went through school here I couldn't like my mom wasn't gonna afford to pay what sixty thousand dollars a year for me immediately like, yeah you know what I mean so like even that I had to do that and even as a grad student I still was catering to students here I was still working for the school and my yeah. first like independent life was after I graduated from my master's and I got a job and I was like, but well, then and then I'd always been in school for my entire life, boarding school to mm-hmm. resident assistant, grad assistant. And I was like, wait, so when do I wake up? When do I eat? What's going on? What's <laughs> yeah. gonna tell me what to do here? And it's like, no, now you're on your own in this America and you have to tell telling people they tell you taxes, they tell you this, what states you want to live yeah. in, what job you want. And I'm like, 401k, this is a lot. You're talking too <laughs> many words yeah, to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too many. So, yeah, you grew up quick. You have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It kind of forces you to jazz up. Yeah, quickly, quickly, quickly. Mm-hmm. We're strong. Right. We're strong for that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My final question for the group. Does everybody feel like they've come into their real self now? Is this is this their bimisola that's going through the next 10 years, this is Sophie that is going through the next 10 years. Do you think you've, you've gone through all the growth and change that comes with coming of age? Immediately, no. She said <laughs> not even close. <laughs> Sophie's <laughs> close. not even close. I hope not. I genuinely yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean, like, like, I hope that, like, I'm not the same person I am because I feel like I'm, there's a lot I'm working through. And mm-hmm. I hope that the person I am, even tomorrow, next year, in five years, is proud of like the strides she takes to get there. I know, I, I know the kind of person I want to be. I think that's what it is. Like yeah. I know the kind of person, yeah. the growth I want for myself. And I just hope like future Sophie is able to like push through and keep those promises to herself to get to where she needs to be. But nah, I'm I'm not even close. I feel like yeah. there's so much coming. Yeah. And you know what's so funny? Like you know, as soon as you start, you know. Start feeling a little comfortable, you you evolve again and you life will just yeah. and you still keep yeah. growing, keep evolving. It's it's non-stop mm-hmm. and you know, 
I think yeah. I think that's the journey. Yeah, it is. Yeah, constant growth. Damn. Yeah, so every okay. day you just have to be like. That's exhausting. That's <laughs> it is exhausting. Like, no, it, it is it is deeply <laughs> exhausting. Like just the thought of like. So you mean I will now still grow another grow? There's mm-hmm. still more. Yeah, let me I just did one yesterday. You only did one now. I literally just did one yesterday. A little generational trauma. Rest. Sometimes it's a lot. You're going to take a nap. Yeah, yeah. I think. I very much agree with Sophie. Like this is this is definitely not my final version. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I also just did some very heavy like internal. The therapy is therapizing. That's what I can say. Yeah. So I'm definitely, I'm definitely proud of the current version that I am. Um, yeah. Because we fought to get here. I can't even lie to you. Um, yeah. So but yeah, I think day, I think it's gonna get better. Every day, my sister texts me. Oh, so. Have you started therapy yet? Oh no, no, no. Okay. Oh no, yet. Yeah. <laughs> two months ago, she was like, Mali, like two months ago, I asked you something. Any any follow-up on that? Any follow-up on that? Yeah. Send me your company benefits. Yeah, insurance. Yes. <laughs> no, because, therapy okay. is I won't lie. Therapy is expensive. It's expensive. Look but if that. you can, well lie. Well lie. Get ah, into it. Things I learned to therapy but myself are crazy. Mm-hmm. the thing therapy taught me is like i wish my biggest thing is like but, but if anything i want my mom to go through at least five therapy sessions once mm-hmm. in her life so mm-hmm. i think there's there's so much missing from our like that we don't even talk about within our like ourselves like our families and like being nigerian mm-hmm. and immigrating and all of that i just want her to unpack that because the amount of trauma that we even carry and then we come into mm-hmm. a new space, a new place, and we're carrying all that thing on our shoulder. And we're dealing with all of that. We're also trying to figure out things that are moving forward. Like, if you, mm-hmm. and all of it, like, Jack, while, like, we don't know how to disassociate from, like, the Wahala of our people where we're coming from. Because we're, like, yeah. family. You're still, like, cousins needing stuff, family, aunties, uncles. And you're over here still dealing with the extra stuff that you're going through. Like, how yeah. to balance Just your all of that. day-to-day life, yeah. Well, like, you need therapy. There's no other way. <laughs> well, you yeah. guys drink? <laughs> therapy. Yeah. Yeah. From time to time, just a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah. Just a little bit of sprinkle, sprinkle. What's going on with you today? Everything. <laughs> a lot, a lot. Yeah. yeah. Malik, what about you? What 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 version of you is this? No, no. Obviously, we. I think we already we already talked about it. Yeah. We'll keep growing. We'll keep growing. I'll probably have to evolve again. I'll probably have to learn more things. The only reason. I, I would actually maybe take you up on, you know, therapies. Like, you know, every time, like, I've thought differently about how I handle or think about things or, you know, work through some trauma that I do by myself, I'm like, imagine how much faster you could have gotten to this with someone who actually has the tools to help you get there, you know? And the things that I was doing that was impacting my life negatively, I'm like, bro, mm-hmm. imagine if you cut that out quicker you know like yeah where do you think you'd be now you know what would, yeah. what would your life look like now that kind of thing so yeah. keep trying keep texting me no Let's... i'm coming ah no 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 after this um we will sign you up i promise you maxi you guys oh, might be therapy this year as far as i'm concerned all right all right, all right guys all right. lovely thank you so much oh for oh, joining yeah. us we love Good hearing happy. about your story oh, great combo yeah. wow love gems in there and yeah where can the people find you on yeah, the internet you? if they oh know you found girl. you by now? 
your people you can follow me at t-h-e underscore o double d-i-double-t-y that is the oddity on every single platform pinterest tiktok instagram youtube facebook uh, lemonade uh, every single thing i love it that's it because for Discord, real all of it and i also have what i'm plugging right now is i have a new react channel called the oddity reacts where i react fun exciting things on the internet and fun fact, I actually did that because I realized that as an immigrant, since I moved to America, there's a lot of things that I've sheltered myself from experiencing mm-hmm. just because, like, I just didn't have the time or, like, they were seemed as frivolous or foolish because why, why would I be wasting my time doing that? And now I'm yeah. allowing myself to embrace and enjoy, like, having fun and existing yeah. in a country that has low-key become my own because I'm not going anywhere. So, yeah. <laughs> Let's Follow go! Me. Follow me. Thank you. All right. Thank you nice. so much. All right, and you guys should absolutely follow us on Instagram and TikTok at japa.diaries. If you have not subscribed, my dear, just subscribe because you listen to the end. Just, you know, press that button. Um, yeah. I'm speaking from experience. Don't let Abim Sola find you. I message you, text you, subscribe. <laughs> All right. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye guys.